What up? This is Morris Hawkins returning to let you know that all past podcasts are available to listen to by visiting www.gamebanter.co.uk. Also Twitter, iTunes and Audioboom. That's futuristic. With more information here is my chick, my baby and my boo. Thanks babes. I have literally fallen head over wheels for you. Follow the Game Central podcast on Twitter at Game Banter. Also, at GC Lives Podcast for Rob. And at Uki, 3000 for Don. Remember you can also listen to all previous podcasts on the website. Enjoy the show. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realise nothing's left because I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind has gone. Yes, hello and welcome to the Game Central podcast, one and all. Well, it's July 2023. What a show we have for you today. We have all the latest gaming news regarding the upcoming Assassin's Creed 20, Call of Duty 20, FIFA 2024, and Don has the latest news on Destiny 2. Well, it's about time they released the sequel. It has been over 20 years since the last game, Don. But then, if idiots keep buying expansion packs for 40 quid a pop, you can't blame Bungie, can you? Or as they are now known, EA Activision Bungie after being acquired by EA Activision. Then in our feature this week, Gareth walked to Japan during the show to test out the newest gaming craze, sweeping the nation, rectal robots, which is a tube that fits snugly in the anus. The aim of the game is to hold the device in your sphincter using only your colon muscles. If it is dropped, the tube emits a loud pitch noise, which is both embarrassing for yourself and everyone else around you. So good luck on that one, Gareth. Uh, plus there is what have we been playing? Call of Duty 19, Assassin's Creed 19, FIFA 2023. Don't worry, we've played them all and together we'll tell you today our feedback. But it wouldn't be a much of a show about all the three of us involved, would it, Gareth? No. You would it, Don? No. And what a fantastic show we have for you today. I'm only joking, actually. If you were listening to this thinking that you've gone into the future and started panicking, don't panic. Because the year is 2015, it's July, the summer's here, and we're all feeling good. Gareth's got a job, Don's got a job, and today my criminal record background came through and I passed. I'm not a criminal. Oh, thank God. So I can start my new job in September. Cool. And the eight years, yeah, late. Not bad. Eight years. I got the job in April, so that just tells you how long it's been. <laughs> so we don't mind. But has everyone had a good week? Yeah, not bad at all. It's been pretty good. Yeah. 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 Let's just say yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I feel like yes would be yes. the right answer. Yes. 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 Yeah, but so without any further ado, we've got a bumper news section this week, because Gareth loves the news, don't you, Gareth? I, I went a bit overboard. You did. You plucked <laughs> too much news out of the ether. But before we start that, talking of ether and people's spontaneous combustion and the faults of people with their unremitting force... It's Don Goss's Hot Goss Ip. So, Don, what absolutely fantastic news have you got for us this week? Some some Capcom news this week on uh, Street Fighter V. (sighs) Lovely upcoming. This better be the news that's in the actual news. Oh, would I? Would I cross that boundary? I'm glad we're we're back to Don just talking about fighting games that he's never going to play. Yeah. Well, I played Street Fighter Four for at least... 35 minutes. But all of your early hot gossips were about Mortal Kombat X characters. That's right, and it's funny you should mention that, Gareth. <laughs> I thought because, it might be. Because this week's hot gossip actually, strangely, is ties into Mortal Kombat in a st- sort of way. Wow. Uh, 
amongst the news that is going to come up later on about the DLC in, in Street Fighter Five, there's a, another bit of gossip that has leaked out around the edge of the other DLC <laughs> gossip. And that is that one of the uh, extra characters they're going to be sneaking in there is, uh, guess who? It's our old favourite homeless developer, Kojima himself. Didn't you say oh. he was going to be in Mortal Kombat X as well? That's why it links to Mortal Kombat X. <laughs> okay. Because for some reason, everyone, all developers are going, we want to stand up for our mate Kojima, we don't think he's been treated right, and they're sneaking him into their games. So, Can't um, they just give him a job instead? Well, he's not very good at fighting games, he, he basically does. No. He only has, he, he does one game, we all know this. That's, yeah, and that's it. You know, and currently, Konami still own the rights to Metal Gear Solid, so he's shit out of luck uh, for the time being. Uh, so that's a lovely piece of gossip, I think you're fine. Then in, uh, obviously... We've got the uh, the sixth part of the Resident Evil Zero Code. To, uh, oh yes, here we go. Revealed. The uh, previous six, obviously, previous five rather, have been revealed in the last six episodes. Six episodes because we skipped one. And this week's piece of the code would be the letter B if you have a SNES pad, but you don't. Oh, it's what getting you, confusing now. What you it? have is a PlayStation 4 joypad, and therefore. The next piece of the code is the button X. Brilliant. Button. So could you just... And A if you're on the Xbox One. That is correct. Uh, would you like to just go through the previous um, inputs? I feel like I wouldn't. Okay, then. So we're maybe, on to the news. Wait, maybe when I've done all eight. Right, so the actual news uh, this week is... Jamie Lee Curtis makes surprise Evo appearance. Now, Jamie Lee Curtis, who's best known for starring in Halloween, um, thought she'd take it upon herself to dress up as Vega from the Street Fighter series uh, and remain incognito to all, uh, and going around the convention. She's got a picture taken with a guy that's wearing a sort of Jamaican Ryu. I think that's who he's supposed to be. <laughs> The famous Jamaican Ryu. The famous Jamaican Ryu. Uh, but no one knew that it, it was actually Jamie Lee Curtis, so... Yeah. In a way, it's kind of non-news in that case. I find yeah, this very is, weird yeah. when people turn up and things like, by the way, I was there. Hey, well, I mean, great. Yeah. You know, if you'd revealed it while you were there and everyone had gone, oh, shit, I was just talking to you like 10 seconds ago. Yeah. But if exciting. you did... Otherwise, yeah. it's like, oh, you've just been another stranger wandering around. I do. Well, as we're coming through to DLC and the way that uh, developers are treating it, uh, the first copy of Street Fighter V is all you'll ever need to know. Uh, not own? No, own. <laughs> so obviously people who bought Street Fighter Four, Street Fighter Ultra, Street Fighter Super Ultra 4, Super Street Fighter 4, Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition, uh, <laughs> basically what they're saying, Gareth, is... They'll just release the DLC onto the actual game. Good. It's a very yeah. uh, League of Legends style approach, I think. Where Thank in that you game you can you can buy characters by playing the game and earning that currency, or you can just spend real money to unlock them straight away, which is basically the exact same thing they're doing here. Yeah. Isn't this which just the way it used to be? Yeah, isn't this just the way it always used to be? You play a game and you unlock things. Isn't yeah, especially that, in a beat them up. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that? Isn't this just how things are supposed to be? Yeah, I always wondered why they released so many versions of Street Fighter Four. I always thought that it could just be downloadable content, but what do I know? <laughs> I, I, I don't know that much about sort of coding beat em ups. So, what do you think of uh, Ken's new hairstyle, Gareth? Um, I think it's stupid. Good. <laughs> Is that the right it answer? Looks like Britney Spears in the video. Oops, I did it again. <laughs> uh, Shamu free Kickstarter campaign ends with over six million dollars raised. Uh, it seemed to slow down towards the end, but that's obviously natural. Um, it's a world record, and even though I want Shamu free a lot. I didn't pledge anything to it, which kind of, <laughs> I'm one of those people that, you know, we moan and moan and moan. And then when we're given the opportunity, 
we don't do anything about it either. Yeah, that's the correct way to be. It's like sort of um, Red Nose Day and that, isn't it? When you see all those things on the <laughs> telly, like, oh, this is terrible, I wish I could do something. And then you don't donate, do you? No. Nope. I don't know what would have to happen for me to actually back a Kickstarter. I thought Shenmue 3 would make me back a Kickstarter, but it didn't make me do it. So, what were the rewards? There was like one of the rewards was like for ten thousand dollars, and three or f- three people, I think, or five people actually paid that amount of money. I think, yeah, it, was, I think it was dinner, yeah. wasn't it? Dinner with the with the, yeah. uh, the dude. Wasn't one of them like a jacket that Ryu, yeah, wore in the yeah. game? Yeah, Ryu Hazuki. That's the one. Yeah. Well, you know, save a spunk on it. <laughs> oh, Don, don't what? go again. Yeah. Right, so, um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, uh, co-creator Rob McKinnon Hindley, to direct Minecraft movie. Now, this, this is quite a change in focus, really, and mood, because obviously Always Sunny in Philadelphia starring Tom Hanks, where he's got AIDS, and it shows that he goes along, and obviously the harshness and the reality as it dawns upon him how he's going to live his life with a condition. No um, and then going obviously to Minecraft, it's like night and day, isn't it, Gareth? Um, I mean that thing you just described and Minecraft is definitely night and day. Yes. Yeah. Good. I don't know what you just described, though. Have you not seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Um, never even no, heard of it. To be honest. But I'm pretty sure it's not Tom Hanks with AIDS. It's like a comedy. Yes, it is. It's a comedy Everyone TV knows, show. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows this. It's, a, it's like one of his big Oscar moments. Everyone You've never knows. seen that, that Tom Hanks film, Gareth? No. No? Well, no. have a search well, for it, mate. It should bring a, a, you know, might bring the tone of the uh, Minecraft movie, uh, you know, down a bit, make it a bit somber, I suppose. Yeah. But then, uh, but then Minecraft is kind of a sad game that you just play by yourself. I'll just Google search Tom Hanks AIDS. Yeah, yeah, do that. And that'll be Definitely it. do that. All I'll need. Right? That's all do you it need. right now. I'm tempted, but no. No, do it now, Gareth. <laughs> but I don't want to. No, do it. Oh, okay, I will. <laughs> One of the top three results that come up with Tom Hanks AIDS. Okay. Tom Hanks AIDS. Uh, the top results are... One Wikipedia entry for the film Philadelphia... There, you go. there we go. Thank you very much. One IMDb page for the film Philadelphia. Yep. Fantastic. And one article from newsworks.org that I'm clicking on. <laughs> Two decades ago, Tom Hanks and Philadelphia prompted changing attitudes towards HIV and AIDS. Cool. Well, hopefully this uh, no article could change attitudes uh, towards Minecraft. Yeah. yeah. And it will no longer be a children's game, as Don likes to call it. Yep, children's game. Where you just you know, it's it's a, it's very comparable to an AIDS tale where you you know you think <laughs> you feel very it's alone like to begin spread with. Spread throughout the nation. Yeah, you I mean you once you you open up Minecraft, you know it's a metaphor for you know being told you've got AIDS. You open up Minecraft, you see this vast world ahead of you that seems desolate and empty, uh, but slowly you fill it with uh, things to to please you to you know to fill your life to whittle your life away until you finally reach the cold, bitter end. So you see, uh, basically the same thing. Last week, the press press is sewed. Um, Let's let's get back to something that's really uh, exciting now. (laughs) Rare Replay is packing 30 games into one huge 50 gigabyte download. Download? Download. Download. (laughs) Well, that's absolutely fantastic. Gareth, you got a list? No. We already (laughs) know the games that are on it, right? Yeah, all the ones that Rare ever did. Apart from like GoldenEye and stuff, because that's you'd need the Bond license for that. Which In other words, get. apart from the one you actually want. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I like Perfect Dark a lot. Yeah, Perfect one. Dark is good, especially in multiplayer mode. Yeah, uh, Blast Core, that's pretty good. Yep, yeah, like, probably Spartans. it's probably going to look pretty terrible though, unless yeah. they've done something about the draw distance. I don't know if they've bothered or if they've just done a literal conversion. Well, but... considering this is basically a bunch of really old games for 50 gigs, you would hope they've done something to them. Yeah, you'd, you'd hope. Yeah, but the one that was released on Xbox Live Arcade Perfect Dark was in HD, wasn't it? 
yeah, yeah. They basically the HD. The textures weren't really any better though. No, no. To be honest, they were very undetailed, weren't they? Yeah, there, there was Just no like, extra improvement. Like Minecraft. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do like um, that. Good. Well, you've got games like Plants vs. Zombies, and it looks oh. like Angry Birds is finally getting a sequel. I thought there was a sequel a long time ago. They've done a Star yeah. Wars version, and yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're doing a Star Trek version or some other shit. But yeah, are people not sick of Angry Birds yet? Yes. Good. It was old, <laughs> like four years ago. It's like, it's, it's, I it's... thought Angry Birds was dead. I, I wish I. They did a movie of Angry Birds as well. Yeah. Oh, theme parks. Theme park, the Angry Bird theme park. Yeah, where you put your children in an Angry Bird costume and then catapult them across the park and try and knock a castle over. Yeah, very popular in uh, Chinese countries. Yeah. Like yeah, China. China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe China. Something, something else, obviously, that, that is not wanted. I didn't even know this was coming. Um, Gareth. Prototype HD runs slower than the PS3 version. <laughs> uh, I don't even know where this came from, where this game came from. The other day, it just appeared on Xbox One, the Biohazard bundle, which include Prototype 1 and 2 and a DLC. Apparently, the games, the game can dip to around 20 to 25 frames per second with massive screen tear. So it obviously hasn't been optimised to work on the Xbox One. And I mean, this... Obviously, people have asked for, like, Devil May Cry HD Collection. Um, We've got Borderlands, a handsome collection. Last of Us. But this seems to really be taking the piss. Minimal effort whatsoever. Yeah, And it's full try. price. Someone just was sat around at... Um, is it Activision? Yeah. And they were just like, Oh, I remember Prototype. Yeah. Do you want me to put it on the, the other consoles? Ah, oh, we've got three days. Yeah, I can do it in three days. And that's basically what yeah. happened. It's just, no one asked for it, no one wanted it. Prototype sort of disappeared after Prototype 2. No one really cares, but I think it's just literally, developers think, oh, well, might as well just put it out. What? What? I mean, there's no downside to putting it out. If you spend as little as possible in getting it out, and it sells moderately well, you're still going to make a little bit of money. Um, but it just seems not like it's a cynical release. It just seems like something that's not needed or wanted. Like a... No. <laughs> I was going to say... You like were going yeah. like to say... Like a uh, Chinese female baby. There you go. <laughs> Unless you actually... Well, Goat Simulator arrives on PS3 <laughs> and PS3. PS4 next month. Now, Gareth, you absolutely love Goat Simulator, don't you? Yeah. But we got to the point where, you know, it's pretty much a gimmick. And, uh... What? It's a, it's very gimmicky, isn't it, Goat Simulator? How so? Well, it's not something that you're going to be playing in depth for years to come, or even months, or weeks. This game came out last year. Yes, but it's coming out on the PS3 and PS4 next month, right? When we spoke about Goat Simulator, you said it's enjoyable but ultimately shallow, and a game that you can't wouldn't see yourself playing uh, much longer than a month or so. Right, but considering most people only play games for like a day, <sighs> then... do they? Who are these people? Which games are they, Gareth? These people are done with anything that's not Destiny. Correct. Yeah, I suppose. And uh, anybody who has PS Plus. And just plays whatever the free PS Plus game is every month and then moves on. Yeah. Which is so, PS4 owners. <laughs> yeah, Goat, goat Simulator. Um, it's a bit of a one-trick goat. Way. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's my first pun of the, the, of the week. Thanks. Pretty, Thank you. Pretty I'm still goat. winning. Yeah, you're, no one's going to beat your pun, Don. We've already spoke about that. <laughs> <laughs> alright so Playstation now available to all on PS4 PS3 and Sony TVs and Blu-ray players a Blu-ray player yeah because Blu-rays players are connected to the internet many of them are anyway or you can do if you really want there you go that's why so you can play Playstation games through a Blu-ray player uh, yes if they're on PS now yes you can 
It's just streaming them off the internet. That's literally all it's doing. Yeah. That's the future, isn't it? Well, not if PS Now is going to stay the way it is. Because at the moment, <laughs> apparently it works really well. But uh, the number of games on there is uh, pretty limited. And uh, not all the big titles you might want from the PS3 and PS2 days are on there. Uh, and they may, may or may not be coming on there. So we, you, there's no guarantee. But, Possibly so yeah. expensive. It's probably fairly expensive, but especially hosting and running the servers 24-7 non-stop for yeah, I God mean, knows how many games are going to end up being on there. But You're uh, only renting games. So you're yeah. renting a game over the internet, and it's not like, you know, when you rent a game from Blockbuster and you sort of play it, maybe take it back to the store just as it's closing to milk as much time as you can out of it. There's a timer ticking down. Once it ticks down, you can't play that game anymore unless you give them more money. Yeah, mm. and it's like it's stuff like The Last of Us and Bioshock Infinite, which basically impossible to complete in there <laughs> unless you sit down at one session and just blast the whole. Yeah, thing. and forty eight hours potentially will cost you like I, th- I think the pricing's like three pounds. Yeah, like the like very the, lowest. They're around two ninety nine. They start at yeah. Yeah, so and you can buy Bioshock Infinite for peanuts now. I saw it for five pound in Morrison's the other day. Yeah. Peanuts or Bioshock Infinite? <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Gareth. Uh, uh, Randy Pitchford open to another developer making a new Duke Nukem. Well, he should be really because the last people Gearbox was it? Yep. Um, absolutely molested the game. Um, and it was a big disappointment. I don't think anyone said, oh, this is great. This is an amazing game. I want to play this. And I want Duke Nukem Forever 2. Basically non-news, isn't it? Well, sorry. Shouldn't really be there, Gareth. <laughs> um, Knights of the Old Republic 2 is getting a massive update. Oh, did Gareth. Did this come out be. on the original Xbox? Yes, it did. <laughs> Gareth, is this like old news from years ago? Nope, uh, they're releasing a update for a 10-year-old game. Wow, that's really good. Yeah, they're free. adding widescreen support, controller support, Steam achievements, Steam cloud saves, uh, up to 5K resolutions on PC. Well, they're oh. a bit stupid because they could have done all of that and then charged 40 quid for it, which yes. is what everyone else is doing. Yes, they could. I like the idea that there's still people out there playing this game in old 4x3 not even in widescreen that, that is a nice image isn't it it is yeah hmm. yeah I, I don't like Kotal games oh that's a bit controversial I've never played one myself but what is it you don't like about Kotal Gareth I think it's because it took a bit too long to get into it for you didn't it well I the main problem for me is that the story takes place like a billion years before the start of the first Star Wars film it's like I don't give a fuck about this. Yeah, you like, want to be has, Skywalker. It has no consequence on the Star Wars universe that I like. No one's going to say the name Boba Fett or Obi-Wan Kenobi or Yoda. So why the fuck would I play it? Also, it plays like you imagine the game that inspired Mass Effect would. Yeah. Mass Effect was the Mass series... Mass Effect would? Is that a sexual condition? <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> There's a pun in there about joysticks, but you probably wouldn't yeah. get it. Don't worry about it, Don. I never you know, get the joystick. Last week you were by your own standards, Don. Last week you were pretty docile. <laughs> You're obviously just working back into it, aren't you? Docile is probably true. I was so ashamed by last week's performance I haven't even listened to the to the full edit. I haven't even listened to it at all. I'm just, I'm just pretending it didn't even happen. Your Plain performance just... overall, or just in the game show that we did where I trounced you? Oh. I got Superman. Shut your face. Oh. Yeah, you did. You know, he won, didn't he, in the end, Gareth? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. My apologies, yes. Yes, I did win you in the end, so take won. that back, sir. You beat me. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, one thing when I'm playing my Xbox One, playing Minecraft or FIFA... I always think, you know what, FIFA would be so much easier to play with a mouse and keyboard. Uh, I just can't wait until they actually they say this. But apparently, whilst wearing a blazer and T-shirt, Phil Spencer's actually revealed in the news 
that discussion to bring keyboard and mouse support is uh, on the way. Don't know how exciting this is for people. I mean, for MMORPGs like Elder Scrolls, it could work. But I think people in consoles who buy consoles, we're quite happy, really. I don't think we really cry out for keyboard and mouse support. Well, this means that companies like Blizzard can go, oh shit, now we can put StarCraft on Xbox. Just bundle yeah. it with a cheap mouse, charge but like 40 that, for it. If they said StarCraft is on the way, World of Warcraft is on the way, plus mouse and keyboard support, you'd be like, oh, brilliant. But saying that, I was trying to watch porn on the, um, on the app on Xbox One. It's so fiddly, just typing in sort of felching and stuff like that. On well, that's the what pad. the Connect's for, what, mate. What, you should say felching? Connect, skip to the cum shot. <laughs> I don't think that's in it. Oh. No. <laughs> Connect will probably go to... You Did you say bestiality? <laughs> Something like that. Cortana pops up and she's like, what do you want? And you're like, porn of you. Yes. You want porn of me? And then she just starts stripping off. That's I do fancy her a bit. She's all right. All right. Whilst Capcom <laughs> leaves away on a HD port of Resident Evil Zero, fans, this is fans, people have taken it into their own because, you know what, Resident Evil 2 is one of those games that people say, you know what, I wish if there was a game that could be remade, it would be Resident Evil 2. So fans have done it. Um, I didn't even know this was... On the way, I didn't even know it was being developed. I don't think anyone did. No. You know, <laughs> things like this you normally hear about early in development, but apparently it's almost finished. Yeah. They're making it in, uh, is it Unreal Engine 4? Yeah. Uh, and it, it looks pretty nice. It has some jankiness to it. Like, the, the gun sounds like a pea shooter. But I guess yeah. that's kind of in keeping with PlayStation 1, right? The guns just sound like... <laughs> And what, yeah. what, are they, what are they using? The res, uh, the Unreal... Um, it's like Resident Evil 4, isn't it? <laughs> Resident Evil Unreal 4 engine... There we go. For Resident Evil Unreal 4 I, engine I, 2. I don't know how they've done that, Gareth, but I'd like to just congratulate all the girls and guys that got together to make this. You could probably find them on the Twitters or some shit. I'm going to look for him on the Twitters. Why don't you try and get, get him on the podcast? Oh, that's that's so what we're going to do, Gareth. That'll be a dream. Yeah, I'm going to talk to him because I want to bloody talk to someone that's going to do that. And then we can ask them to make a uh, a new Freedom Fighters or something. <laughs> but I, I won't to, back them on Kickstarter. I'm going to get them to remake Earth Defense Force 2017 with better graphics. Or 2020. Yeah, 2025. Yeah. Uh, new Destiny patch evens the playing field by rebalancing weapons. Obviously, it's just qu- quite an amateuristic game when they just throw out loads of stuff that they've made and then try and balance it all after, whilst people like Don exploit the system and <laughs> buffs and how to get extra coinage and experience. Uh, Don, tell us about it, mate. Uh, Bungie announced they're going to be uh, changing, nerfing and buffing various different weapons in Destiny just ahead of the Taken King in September. Um, a lot of the weapons did need a slight nerf or buff. Uh, assault rifles especially needed a massive buff since they nerfed it the last too far the last time. Uh, a lot of this is actually fixing stuff that, that they've kind of ended up accidentally screwing up earlier on. Um, things like the Thorn, which I got hold of a few months or so ago for the first time, and it's a fucking it awesome... Pretty sure I did. But he, it's no, fucking... no, he said, oh, guys, I've got the thorn. And we thought he said something else. Uh, uh, that would explain go. that then. Uh, but he basically, said he had this... horn. No, I fucking <laughs> haven't got that. Bastards. No. Uh, but basically, this uh, things like the thorn, they, they, they increased the fire rate of it last time and they increased the, uh, the number of rounds in the magazine. Oh, no way. But what yeah. this means is that in PvP, it's basically a two-shot guaranteed kill it's guaranteed kill um, yeah I was just going to say with a headshot and because it does damage over time 
you can shoot someone twice in the head and then just fuck off. It's just fuck off. And they will just drop dead a couple of seconds later. About an hour later. <laughs> <laughs> Literally seconds later. But this has meant loads of people have been going on and on about how it's too overpowered and everyone's just using Thorn and no one's using any other weapons and all this kind of shit. And yeah. that's partly true, but anyone, as soon as there is a best weapon in any game, everyone's going to use it. That's the way it's going to work, no matter what. It's just normal. So, well, a lot of games try not to have a best weapon. Well, the it's thing called is, balance, Don. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, the thing is, I mean, until I had Thorn, I was going up against a lot of people who had Thorn, and it's not a guaranteed kill on their part by any means. You just have to actually play the fucking game. Don't stand there getting shot for a start. If you get hit by it once, you know because this fucking great greeny graphical effect comes on that you've been poisoned. So it's like, even to get shot from behind, you know it's a thorn. Get out of the fucking way. Don't, don't get, wait to get shot again. You know, and stuff like that. It's, it's you know, what they, sh- they should do and what they have done is just nerf fucking shotguns because those things, the range on some of those things is fucking ridiculous and you can be one shot from way too far away with a shotgun. Thankfully, they are actually addressing that and sorting the range out on some of those. Um, but in general, most of the stuff they're doing looks pretty good. Um, buffing the stuff that needs buffing, nerfing the stuff that needs nerfing, and it should overall make things a lot more balanced. Um, although, having said that, the nerf that they're putting onto Black Hammer, which is a sniper rifle that you get as a random drop from the Crotazen raid, uh, they're nerfing the perk on it called White Nail, which basically means if you land three successive precision shots in rapid succession, uh, the magazine will automatically refill itself. So, as a boss weapon... Uh, if you're fighting a pretty slow-moving boss, it's just a beast. You can just try and hide and nuke the fuck out of it from a distance. Um, but it doesn't have a very large magazine. It only has three in the mag. And if you miss one of those shots, then obviously you've just screwed up the whole thing. And the risk versus reward factor was pretty good in that. But by what they're doing now is changing it. So they're increasing the mag to 18 instead of just six. And um, every time you land three precision hits, it will refill the magazine automatically, but it takes those bullets from the magazine. So essentially, you're going to have a limit of 18 shots, regardless of what you're doing. Um, Which is a problem, because certain other sniper rifles do the same amount of damage, the same rate of fire, plus they reload incredibly quickly. So you're not really getting anything better from Black Hammer um, than any other weapon, which takes away the unique ability of the weapon, to be honest. So I think they've just gone a bit too far with it. They've basically gone, let's look at every single weapon and see if we can possibly nerf it. Well, so. the good news for Bungie is that there's only about six weapons in the game, so that probably only took them like an afternoon. There's not six weapons, there is there, Gareth. There's it's all right, seven. it's the same. <laughs> the thing is that they've all got different perks uh, and stuff, and so they, they have, have you know, different ranges, different levels of impact, even if they're you know, several sniper rifles and all the rest of it. They all be- um Especially when they've got different perks, which you can always oh, So, anyway. Ah! Yes, done it for a while. Here we go. Oh, hang on. Ah! Oh, Jesus. <sighs> I can hear myself think. Not far. I just don't want him to go on about Destiny anymore. I'm sorry, mate. I thought I'd throw him a bone with this news story. But, like, all the other news stories we've taken, like, a minute or so on, but he just just goes off on his own little tangent. Do you reckon when he comes back he'll carry on talking, or do you think he'll just say, oh, that's it? Yeah, but he's, he's only talked about two of the weapons so far, and there's going to be loads more. Yeah. Well, let's just see what happens when he comes... But just don't ask any leading questions. All right. I'm sorry, mate. All right. Don? 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 A bit weird. It's, it's like whenever he talks about Destiny, he just disappears after. Do you reckon he's playing Destiny right now? <sighs> Probably. Well, this happened last time we were talking about Destiny, didn't it? And he disappeared. I think he has to bust one out every time he talks about <laughs> Destiny. So. Or he talks about it and he just get so excited he just has to run off and start playing yeah. play with his galahorn yeah tell me about it well you know we could probably go to your music section now probably let's go there okay 
Hey everyone, it's time for your weekly video game music segment. I'm Gareth, obviously, and uh, this week we're going a bit further back in time than I feel like we normally do. Uh, I do tend to keep it to the more sort of, uh, let's say, modern video game music, but there's obviously nothing wrong with some of that classic video game music. I'm going to go for kind of a deep cut on a not that popular old game, um, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Um, a lot of people have fond memories of it, sure, but it's not really heralded as like a classic. Uh, but there's some really cool music in it. Uh, the music I'll be playing is uh, the theme for two-player mode, where you just obviously face each other uh, trying to pop beans. But um, what's cool about it is it's, it's way more intense than you would think for a game called Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Like, um, it's just, it makes so little sense that the music would be this awesome for something titled so ridiculously. So, from Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, this is the theme for two-player mode. Tifa 2 is the longest-running weekly podcast soap opera, but unfortunately, due to falling ratings and controversy, this week's episode will sadly be the last. Or will it? Oh, you alright, Don? Hi, Rob. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? How are you doing? You had a good week? Yeah, it's been pretty good. Pretty good. Feeling good. How's yours? No? Uh... Money troubles, money troubles, mate. Man, fuck me. Excuse, excuse me, fellas, uh, either of you want any more tea? No thanks, darling, we're alright. Yeah, do one. I've only just come in, actually, so why are you saying do you want any more tea? <laughs> Sorry. You've ruined it. I'll, I'll just have a tea, no sugar, 
Can you cover me on this, Don? I've got no money on me. Yeah, of course, mate. I'll have tea as well. Black. Alright. Yeah, so I've just had a few money troubles at the moment. I remember when I was younger, you know, money didn't seem to be such a problem, but as you get older, it seems to be more and more of a pressing issue. Well, you know, mate, I'd love to help you out, but, you know, with my new woman on the go and stuff, I'm finding yeah. myself going up short every month these days and all. You know, you said you'd, easier. you know you said you'd help me out. Of course, mate. What about if we rob this place? What, here? It's a tea shop. What's wrong with that? People never rob tea rooms. Why not? Bars, liquor stores, gas stations. You get your head blown off sticking up one of them. Tea rooms, on the other hand, you catch them with their pants down. They're not expecting to get robbed. Or not as expected. Oh, yeah, you want something. I bet in a place like this, you cut down on the hero factor. Correct. Just like banks, these places are insured. The managers don't give a fuck. They're just trying to get you out the door before you start plugging diners. Waitresses, forget it. They ain't taking a bullet for the register. Busboys, some wet back from Manchester getting paid a dollar fifty an hour. You really gonna give a fuck you're stealing from the owner? Customers are sitting there with food in their mouths. They don't know what's going on. One minute they're having a Denver omelette, next minute someone's got a gun in their face. Yeah. See? I got the idea last liquor store we were stuck up. Remember all those customers kept coming in? Yeah, yeah. Then you got the idea of taking everyone's wallet. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. That was a good idea. Oh, thanks. We made more from the wallets than we did the register. Yeah, we did. A lot of people come to these tea rooms. A lot of wallets. Pretty smart, huh? Mmm, pretty smart. Okay, I'm ready. Let's, let's go. Right here, right now. Remember, same as before, your crowd control, I handle the employees. Got it. I love you, Don. I love you, honey bunny. Everybody be cool, it's a robbery! Any of you fucking pricks move and I'll execute every one of you motherfuckers. Before we do what have we been playing um we've got a little bit of a joke that me and gareth have been working on to present to don now if we're just gonna uh, set the scene uh me and gareth i'm in a bar okay. i'm the owner of the bar the establishment and i'm pouring don a drink no gareth a drink sorry uh and then gareth says i uh, gareth says to me this uh it's like a uh, whiskey and coke, please. There it is. I've already got it prepared for you. Ah, oh, thanks very much. There you go. Have you got any jokes for me this week, Gareth? Uh, my name's not actually Gareth. It's Don. Oh, hi there, Don. What's Don short for? Uh, it's because I've got short legs. <laughs> <laughs> and that is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> there we go. Did you like that, Don? How long have you been working on that? Uh, since we started the podcast <laughs> a year or so ago. We've just been trying to perfect it. Yeah. Oh, Jesus H. Christ. Well, well done. Cheers, mate. Well, um, what we've been playing this week, I've been playing Borderlands The Handsome Collection. Mm. I've got to the point now where I just keep playing and playing and playing. And I got really sad when I played it on Xbox 360 originally and I reached the level peak. Yeah. Um, because you feel that what you're doing isn't being rewarded anymore. It's kind of like when you're younger and you draw a shit picture at school and you take it home and everyone's like, oh, wow, that's incredible. Well done. That's really good work. But then you reach a certain age where you draw a shit picture and you bring it home and people are like, what the fuck's this? And you get to the secondary school and you get like a D for it rather than the teacher saying, oh, this is amazing. Keep working at it. You're great. That's what happens when you reach the level cap in Borderlands 2. And uh, you just feel that there's nothing worth... So I'm really enjoying getting all that lovely experience. Um, it just feels fantastic. I've been doing the add-on, the Tiny Tina one. Oh, cool. Uh, obviously turned all the sound effects off and the speech because I absolutely 
hate Tina. Oh, Tina's awesome. No, it's not. She's painfully trying to be awesome, as if they said, hey, we've got to make this really endearing character now. Let's see what we can do. And it just comes across as me as too forced. She's really annoying. Well, I see, I think it's forced. I agree with that. But I think it comes back around where it's so forced, it becomes endearing again. Maybe, Gareth. But I'm not at that point yet. Okay. I love Tiny Tina. I just, you know when you get a good combination of guns? I'm at that point now where I can't really be touched by any of the enemies. Because my combination of weapons is so good. I'm just going back to areas now which I struggled at before. And you just basically just blitz through it. I've got two guns as I'm the Gunzerk canal. In one hand I've got a shotgun that basically shoots out this molten lava. And in the second gun I've got a, a rifle that shoots out explosive bullets. I'm really high level now so I stay in Gunzerk mode for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And I've also got a shield on me which means that if any enemy melees me they get toxic damage on them um and also i can throw two grenades at once whilst in berserker mode yeah which which also dispatch five child grenades of their own <laughs> so i'm basically just a walking death tank that's what i love borderlands for yeah it doesn't care that you're gonna become so powerful you just are nuking everything because that's funny in itself so it just it massively turns into that skid. It does, and I mean, it's it's traditional gameplay elements in that towards the end you become very powerful, uh, but it doesn't detract from the game because, you know, all these sort of enemies that used to give you a hard time when you first started, you can now just go back to these places and the sort of dungeons and just wreak havoc upon them as they're just trying their best to defeat you. You're just going through them like a knife through butter, Um, which is absolutely fantastic. I don't know what else to say about the game, really. It feels sort of irrelevant to be talking about it now. (laughs) It's it's still... It hasn't been released that long. Uh, And the fact is, the main game that I've completed before is keeping me off doing the the standalone release, which was called Gareth... What, uh, pre-sequel? Yeah, it's actually... I've not actually started that yet. Because you're so, just playing Borderlands 2, which you've already played. <laughs> that's, that's it, and I think that is such a great compliment to the game. The fact that I've already played it, I've already... But like I say, I'm Gunzerka now. And like I said last week, it feels like an entirely different game. You use different tactics. You go about the game in a different way. Mm. So even though I'm playing the game all over again... It feels like I'm playing it in a different way. I'm using different tactics to get through it, which is just fantastic. And, you know, I might play it as Zero again as the kind of assassin guy or use the siren. And you think that's absolutely fantastic. Um, But I'd like to be able to exchange. Can you do that? You exchange all the points that you've got up to that point and start with a new character. What, like a level, start just a level 50 character? No, like, sort of reset your character where you are, but change your class, sort of midway through the game. No, you can't. Because it's a lot of effort to go through to experience every character class to start a new game. Oh, you you mean, like, could you just start at zero now and be at the same point? Yeah. No, you can't do that. Because if it reset and put all of the experience that you... all the points sort of the levelling up points that mm. you can use to unlock perks, if they kind of let you reset your character but keep the number of perk points so you could then invest them in a new character, I think that would be good because then you could sort of continue at that point but use a different character class. Yeah. I think that would be cool. you know, as much as I do like it, it comes to a point where, like you say, with a gunzerker, you just become an animal. <laughs> and it would be nice to be able to kind of switch between characters. Maybe have two classes on the go at the same time. Maybe a Gunzerker and sort of the stealth element. So you can kind of be Zero and the Gunzerker. So you could kind of swap over and do missions in a sort of different way. Or there's a mission that requires you to do it stealthily. So, you know, as much as I love Borderlands... And I think that's good, and it shows for Borderlands 3 that there is some progress to be made. 
in that obviously we all love the way Borderlands is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if there was a few other sort of mission types, a bit of variety, because let's be honest, as much as we love Borderlands, most of it is rushing in somewhere, killing everything, and then moving on to somewhere else. Yes, that's fair to say. Yeah, I'm not. that's not a sort of insult on the game, because, you know, I love games like Dynasty Warriors that do things very much the same way, same mechanics. And I don't know if it was to shake up the mission structure a little bit more, would it sort of affect the game and be detrimental to it? Because like you say, there are four, there are wildly different classes. And I don't know if you could balance the game to a point if the missions were kind of different. Maybe it would be too easy for a certain character class and really hard for others. Hmm. So, but like I say, it's still challenging. It's still a brilliant game. And I mean, I keep playing it until I reach the level cap and I can do no more. Yeah. And I think that's a shame really because... I'd like to carry on playing it more, but you just get to that point where you stop getting rewarded and it feels like the game's stopped. Well, you'll and have, has... like, there's end raid bosses that you can fight with other players when you reach max level. Yeah, but I don't have any friends, so... Well, you don't even... You play with random people. I don't have an Xbox Live subscription. Then you can't. Thank you very much, Don and Gareth. <laughs> So that's basically what I've been playing this week. Nothing too exciting. I'm just literally addicted to it. It's um, a very I, addictive game. It is. It's, it's very Moorish. Yes. Like crack. Uh, yeah. I've never tried crack. Is it nice? Um, it's Moorish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I played FIFA. I'm pretty I played... sure, Rob, that you try crack with your girlfriend every Yay. week. Ooh. Whether you actually managed to take it or not, I don't know. Depends how tired she is, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I wish it was once a week. I wish it was more than once a week. But, you know, I've been playing FIFA 15 as well. Uh, My Arsenal team was way too good. I had all the best players, so I thought I'm going to go to League One, and I'm now playing as Bristol. And my transfer funds was only £120,000. Whoa. So I'm doing that now on the hardest difficulty level, and I'm going to try and get him into the Premier League. And you can't stop me, Don. I can't, you're right. Thank you. Don, what have you been playing, Destiny? Okay, Gareth. No, 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 no. Don hasn't been playing Destiny. Remember the homework? Oh, I remember the homework. Ah, oh, that's a shame, because Don doesn't remember the homework. Oh, please. So Don has just been playing Destiny. Oh, But you'll be pleased. But I have just, as this podcast is being recorded, I've just bought and downloaded Journey. Wow! The PS4 release. You haven't played it, have you, mate? Well, no, because we're doing the podcast. Yeah, I know, but still, that's. But no, you're right. I haven't played anything except Destiny. What the hell, Don? What? I treat it like the homework is some horrible thing when it's playing one of the best games ever made. You, apart from other problems with Destiny that you'll all say are problems. There's another problem with Destiny, and that is certain uh, things require other people on your fire team to play. So this limits the time you can play them to when other people are also online and available. So this turned out that on Sunday I had a bit of spare time, and I got just just about got three people together to try and do the final boss of the Prison of Elders. A menage twat. Finally, a menage uh, we uh, we managed to actually get to Skolas, which is fucking difficult in its own right. And then we spent a good hour or so trying to kill the bastard, and we got him down to about third health a couple of times. But uh, yeah, then we just lost our mojo, and it just wasn't happening. And it was also two o'clock in the morning, so we had to call it a day. But yeah, that's that's the biggest problem with Destiny, really, is having people online at the time. You're online, who know what they're doing, who you can communicate well with, and all the rest of it. Um, yeah, using LFG for everything is, you know, it's all well and good having LFG, but it doesn't always work out very well. So, fucking add matchmaking to everything, Bungie, you twats. There you go. There we go. There you go. Yeah. You're welcome. And Gareth, you have been playing what? Let's move on. I just feel so defeated right now. <laughs> Shut up. What about all those weeks and months where you were doing nothing but trying to get out of bronze on League of Legends and you didn't even manage that? 
I wasn't given any homework, though. You don't... It doesn't matter. You've still played nothing but League of Legends for absolutely decades. Did we complain once? No, we didn't. Yes! <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> Only because you never got out of bronze. That was hilarious. Well, as fate would have it, Don... Did you go back to League? I played you? some League of Legends this Fucking week. Hell. Oh my god, this is getting more depressing. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. Is I played three games of League of Legends... And uh, apparently nobody knows how to play League of Legends. <laughs> which is weird, because that game's been out for many, many years, with millions of people playing it per day, and yet every fucker who plays it doesn't know a single fucking thing, and they're all idiots, and they all take all the good roles. As soon as the game starts, everyone's like, I want mid, I want mid, or I want top or jungle, and then as soon as they get it, they just lock their character in, no yeah. time for discussion, like, actually, I'm a pretty good mid, so maybe I should go. Nope, they've already locked in the character that goes mid, which meant my three games, I had to play a support every single game. Uh, yeah, and basically nobody does anything anybody says, and everyone's a dick. So I only played three games of it, wow. and I don't intend on playing any more, mainly because they changed the fucking UI this week. Oh, the user interface. Yeah, patch 5.14? They changed <sighs> the entire UI and it looks fucking awful. Tell me about it. They had such a nice UI. Everything was where you could see it and everything was really clear. And now it's all like they crammed a load of information together in weird places and made it so <laughs> like now you can't really see when your skills are coming off cooldown because they used to just have the icon go like dark and then when it was available it would light back up. But now a giant blue circle goes over the icon and slowly counts down like a dying Pac-Man. <laughs> like a dying Pac-Man. Yeah, and then Excellent. when um, when the ability comes off cooldown, it flashes the same colour it used to flash when you didn't have any mana left. Right. So it's just completely dumbfoundedly confusing. And they didn't even need to change it. It was perfectly fine. They had no reason to change it. You know what it's like? It's like, they haven't done it for a while, but when you go on Facebook and you're like, why have they changed absolutely everything on Facebook? No one had a problem with how Facebook was and now they've redesigned everything. True. And now I don't know where anything is. It's that same thing. It's just, it's like League of Legends has a team of designers that they've hired and they go, well, we can't have the designers do nothing, so we'll just have them, I don't know, redesign something that's already fine. Because they've already designed it in the past. <laughs> And it just, it feels a bit overly designed and uh, and kind of terrible. Yeah. Sounds like you had a great time playing it then. Yeah, this is the reason I only played three games. Yeah, <laughs> it was a bit of a letdown. <laughs> but I did play something else. Oh god. Am I being haunted? <laughs> Quite possibly. Okay. Uh, I played the campaign of StarCraft II Wings of Liberty this week. Because they announced that if you pre-order Legacy of the Void, which is the third expansion, you'll get to play like prologue missions to the story. And I realised, oh, I've never played the story of StarCraft. So I did that uh, for Wings of Liberty... And StarCraft 2, as it turns out, not very fun. Single player. <laughs> turns out this multiplayer-focused real-time strategy game, not that much fun when they try and make it work for one person. Because what they do is they add a really arbitrary restriction to every fucking level. So, like, on this level, fire is constantly moving into the middle from the left. So you have your base at the start, and you have to keep moving your base further to the right all game. It's like, well, that's not fun. So I did that. And there's another level that's like, um, there's lava on the floor. And if if you have any units that are in the bottom floor, then the lava's going to come up and kill them. It's like, okay, well, I just won't have any units that travel on the floor then. This is boring. <laughs> it's just, it's just very arbitrary. And the final level, which is like, you're in an area, you got to defend it against 
like thousands of enemies just coming at you is awesome because it's like you have access to all the units it's just a straight up map where you can place defences and figure out like okay this area's weak so I'm going to place a tank here and then like a missile turret here and and that's awesome but every other level is like you know how you like Starcraft yeah how about if you had to play Starcraft but also there was some bullshit well no tough you're going to do that and that's basically what it is um, and it's just not very fun at all. So that's what I did this week. <laughs> oh, sound like you had fun, mate. Yeah, I I started on uh, Heart of the Swarm, which is the first expansion, and it's fucking poo. Every oh, every level, you also like so you just play a Zerg, which is bad enough in of itself because Zerg is gash, and also just Kerrigan is just stood about on levels, and you can control her. Like, she's a character in League of Legends. She even has, like, Q, W, E, and R mapped to specific abilities. Like a fucking League of Legends character. And it's like, why is there a League of Legends character in StarCraft? Makes no sense. Like, she's... <sighs> it's alright, mate. Don't try and make sense of it. <laughs> it just really annoyed me. Because re- I like the core gameplay of StarCraft. And the single player goes, Okay, you like StarCraft, but... We're not going to let you play regular StarCraft. We're not going to let you play with any of the mechanics you already are good with. We're going to throw in a load of shite. And we're going to force you to do it. For this mediocre story that isn't fun. And I'm just not having any of it. That doesn't sound like a good sales pitch. No. But I bought that game. So I guess it works? Yeah. Well, the shine fault then, isn't it? I would, to be fair, I'm mainly just into StarCraft for the multiplayer. Yeah. And even then, it's the most stressful game I've ever played, so I'd only play it for a little bit and then stop. Good. Yep, I'm really smart with my money. <laughs> well, you've got a job now, Gareth. You've got a disposable income. That's true. And then, rest assured, I will definitely dispose of it. Oh, Yes. In a bag in the back of your car and thrown off the pier. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about the um, haunted child singing. I'm actually haunted by a child and sometimes... Sometimes start singing and stuff and I just have to close my eyes and hold my breath for ten seconds and then he disappears. Good. Well, that's all we've got time for this week. It's been absolutely fantastic, as usual. Uh, a bit of a sad ending to T for Two, really. Um, but, you know, everything has to come to an end, except for EastEnders, Emmerdale Farm and Coronation Street. But it still is the longest-running podcast soap opera of all time. Uh, until next week, we thank you all very much. Um, and we'll see you then. OK, well, um, that was weird. But I'm going to take this opportunity, uh, just before the end of the podcast... To slip in um, something kind of uh, unfortunate that happened last week. Um, a member of the uh, Game Central Lives Facebook group, which actually the group this podcast uh, started uh, for, like it was to make entertainment for that group. We still do. Uh, hopefully, we reach more people now. But the point is, um, that group is only about a thousand people. Um, you know, people come and people go. Sometimes people. Uh, have arguments and fall out and leave or sometimes they're kicked out because they break the rules um, we don't really have people who leave uh, through other reasons and unfortunately uh, Joshua Hall this past week uh, left uh, because he passed away and uh, that really sucks because like I said we're only a thousand people not that many people so when we lose somebody especially someone as positive and as active a member as Joshua Hall we really feel it so uh, just thought I'd mention that. Um, it's sad, but um, members of the group have come together and uh, made uh, t-shirts and through buying those t-shirts managed to raise uh, over £200 that will go straight to a charity um, So in his name. So that's it's something uh, at least slightly positive to come from something so horrible. So uh, yeah, just uh, very, very sad news. Don't forget to leave a review. I know I said last week. Did we get any reviews last week, Gareth? Oh. Well, you need to start checking that, Gareth. (laughs) How do we know? Yeah, and that is one of your jobs, to maintain the cast. Okay. 
I can't even see the iTunes ratings. I don't know why, because it takes you to a podcast app. But if we do not have one review next week, I'm going to kill a cat live on air. (laughs) Exactly, Gareth. That's where we're going now. So until then, have a nice week. (laughs) Holy shit. And I will do it.